Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. girl claudia jordan we are back with tgif we're here to spill the team down the biggest headlines in the news oh my god and on social media now sit back relax and get ready to sip on this hot tea which i need a lot of tonight with my voice what's up al hey claudia what's going on what are you wearing you're giving us pirates <laughs> of the caribbean you still, you still on vacation right. listen as soon as as soon as i get off air i am going back to the beach so let's go <laughs> All right. Well, what's up, Q? How you doing? What's going on? Al, I totally forgot you were out of town, and I am actually so jealous because it is cold in Miami. We are down in the 60s at night here in Miami, and it has triggered my seasonal depression. I have been, like, bundled up in bed for the last two days. Where's your prayer shawl? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, not the prayer <clears throat> All right, to the soulmates, the shady soulmates. Yes, I straightened my hair. I did look at the playback. It did look crazy. All right, but I had no time, y'all. And, you know, I struggled with that. All right, are we drinking tonight? I'm drinking tea. Which y'all, are y'all sipping on anything or no? I'm drinking grape soda. I had ordered a boss of pizza off of Postmates. You know, it's sad, Claudia and Al, when you order so much off of Uber Eats that when it's time to order dinner, you can't even find nothing to eat because you don't eat everything. So tonight I ended up having to settle for a lousy-ass box of pizza and I ordered two cans of grape soda with my pizza. Well, okay. I am drinking, because I'm on vacation, sort of. Um, I'm doing tonight, I'm doing Tito's vodka and Sprite instead of Tito vodka and and uh, ginger ale. Okay. All right. I'm going to leave here tonight and go to, um, there's a thing for K-Day, the radio station in L.A., and DJ Quick and uh, the Dog Pound will be performing. I'm going to go to Ivy, meet my girls. So throwback, old school, funky. I know we talked about this early. You was acting act like we were so old to like the Dog Pound and 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 uh, DJ Quick. But um, you you know you you know a few lines. So I, I know a few lines. Soulmates, we have uh, you know our production staff in the background. They're all like boasting and bragging. What was it yesterday about this concert that they're having? And they're talking about corrupt and dog pound in this person and I was like this so sounds like the 50 and over concert and then they started blurting out a couple lines of a couple songs that I must admit I knew a few (laughs) I knew a few Uh, but I'll be the first person to tell you I've never been a fan of West Coast rap so the enthusiasm that everybody saw about corrupt and this person I was like uh, if all of them literally disappeared off the face of the earth today or tomorrow it really wouldn't make me any difference you know, when I first moved to L.A., I was not a fan either. I thought the the rap was a little obnoxious, especially being a true East Coast girl, you know. Um, but then it grew on me. And then when I would go to some of the shows, I realized there's a lot of hits that I just I, I didn't realize it was so many. And then when you're there, you're like, OK, I like it. But it ain't something I would go out to go seek. But it's going to be a good time. And and uh, y'all soulmates, I did a um, DJ quick video where I was on a jury and I won't tell you the story about what happened on set, but. It was fun, crazy, and wild times back then that will all go in the book one day. All right, y'all, let's get into these stories. We have a lot to talk about tonight. Uh, Time Magazine just released their Person of the Year issue with none other than Taylor Swift gracing the cover. The magazine said they chose Taylor after considering her success and influence. They wanted someone who brought light and happiness to the world this year. Do you agree with Time Magazine? And who would you name as Person of the Year? Al, let's go to you first. Ah, you know what? The one thing that we can't do is we can't deny her impact. And not only did they say bring light and goodwill, but they also said that affected the news and the lives for good, right? And we know that uh, Taylor Swift has definitely dominated the news headlines uh, more than any other entertainer this year, just simply from the impressions that she posts on Nielsen. Um, Other than that, 
you know, she also was, well, they say that she brought money wherever she went on her tour. So people not only came to see her at the tour, but they also invested in the communities in the cities in which she toured in was another reason. And then another thing was she also increased the eyeballs at the NFL and, and increased NFL ticket sales since she started dating this heartthrob um, that plays in the National Football League. So, and lastly, she was voted this year as a female billionaire. So I say in this case, she deserves it. And I would like to give her her flowers because she deserves it. All right. Q, what do you think? You know, Taylor doesn't swing my meter left or right, but I also recognize I'm not her target demographic. Here's what I can say about her being on the cover of Time Magazine. Unlike some other years they put people on there, I have a negative reaction to. I have a neutral reaction. I'm like, good for her. Again, I don't know much about the lady. I don't know what this lady's seeing. From what I hear from the little kids that I observe on social media, she's great. I'm I'm with Al. You know, I think she's great. Um, and you know, the other reason I will say, though, moving forward, why I don't put too much stock in these magazine covers and stuff anymore is because back in the day before we had social media, we were unable to see our celebrities. We only saw them when they were on magazine covers and in the tabloids. But now that we see them everywhere all day, we, we see their every, every, you know, every footprint, every pattern. I don't even know that these magazine covers have the same impact that they used to years ago. But hats off to Taylor and her team. If the people say she deserve it, then I guess the white lady deserve it. You know, again, we're not her demo, and it's so crazy. I guess Taylor Swift is, you remember in boxing back in the day, it'd be the black boxer, the Ali, and then they'd be like the great white hype, like the white, uh, you know, the person that they that would be able to go head to head with that person. I think Taylor Swift is like their Beyonce. Mm-hmm. Well, Beyonce is to the black community and actually mm-hmm. a lot of mainstream community as well. Will be playing. And, um, you know, of course, I'm more leaning towards Beyonce because I, I relate more to her music. I don't know much about Taylor Swift, but I do know that she's done some good things. And I hear she got a whole bunch of people registered to vote. So anybody that's down with stuff like that and using their platform in that kind of way, I'm with it. I just don't I'm not into the music, but that does not mean we cannot recognize her success and her impact. And uh, yeah, good job. All right. A white police officer in Alabama has been placed on leave with pay after using a stun gun on a black man while he was already in handcuffs. 24-year-old Mika Washington was arrested for allegedly trafficking fentanyl. He's been released from jail since the incident and is looking to file a $20 million lawsuit. (sighs) I thought we were leaving some of this in 2020, but I guess not. Can you believe this story, Q? Of course, I can't believe it. You know, the unfortunate part is that I can believe it. I keep believing it and that it keeps happening. And, um, you know, I don't know if the more we see these stories and the more that these officers begin to get prosecuted for some of these things, that it's it's further emboldening these these white police officers. I'm going to refrain from calling her racist because I don't know if she was racist or not. Um, but it would just seem to me that coming off of George Floyd and all of these other things that we've come off of in the last couple of years, that there would have been a police, you know, overhaul in training, how to mitigate lawsuits coming from the federal level, pushed down to the state level. And it just seems as if the law, you know, has to be followed by everyone except law enforcement. I just don't understand the psychology of the officer in 2023 in the climate that we live in who still says, I'm going to do whatever the hell I want to do. I just don't understand it. Okay. Uh, what do you think? Um, you know, soulmates put in the chat, what's my favorite saying? Where is the outrage? Where is the outrage? Now, let me tell you, Q, let me give you the answer to that. You're right. In 2023, we have cell phones. We have what they have to wear, body cams. 
And these officers are still doing the same things that they've been doing to us since the beginning of time. And that is abusing their power. And I think it's because it's indoctrinated, Q, in their minds and also in their badge that <laughs> they don't have to follow the law. And not only do they not have to follow the law, they definitely don't have to do it when they're dealing with the black and brown community. Now, he should get every bit of that $20 million. And let me tell you why. Um, and I want to thank D.L. Hughley for sharing this with us. The truth has been exposed. So the young man was changing his tire. She came, she pulled over on the side of the street and tried to harass him and ask for his ID. And he said, why do I need to show you my ID? I'm just changing my tire. She kept asking him and he was like, why do I need to show you my ID? So he went to pull his phone out to record this stop, which I thought was brilliant because this woman was exactly what he felt she was. She was a snake. When he did that, she tased him pushed him to the ground, stepped on his back and handcuffed him, right? Now, when she handcuffed him and moved him to the car, she did not know that his brother was recording the whole incident and thank goodness for it. Because after she arrested and pulled the gun out of his pocket, which it is completely legal in the state of Alabama for Henry Carey without any type of license, without any type of training, she tried to charge him with multiple charges, fentanyl, well, the fentanyl that they quote they found, it was never shown in the video from the brother coming out of his pocket. After it was tested, quote, the fentanyl that they found, it was no process by the state attorney. So it's believed that it was planted. Not only was it planted, but she also labeled him as an ex-felon. He's never been a felon. She also said, what else, that he had marijuana possession, that he resisted arrest, Thank goodness and set his bond at $500,000 and also said that he was drug trafficking fentanyl. Thank goodness his brother was filming everything because when this went viral, people got, got concerned and they showed the whole video and everything that she made up on their arrests. It's not true. Reduce his bond to $5,000. He paid the $500, got out of jail, and went to see a lawyer. And young man, applaud to you and applaud to your brother for fighting the system that is still corrupted, still ugly, and still racist. And let me tell you somebody, what you should also do is charge her ass. Get a lawyer and not only sue for $20 million for what happened at that stop, but sue her. Sue her for assault and battery because what she did was not right. And also sue her for lying, making false documents, false charges on you. Can you imagine if that boy's brother was not there filming this? Mm -hmm. This went viral. He would st mm -hmm. freaking jail. And that's not right. Well, um, you said a lot and I agree. Uh, it makes me think about all the people that are sitting up in jail that didn't have the wherewithal to film. They didn't have a friend with them whose cameras got broken, snatched up by the police, who didn't have a witness, who, who, who are maybe not as sophisticated to know to do this. And, you know, when they love to run the stats about the high percentage of black people that are in prisons, and I would like to take a guess, a stab at the dark and say maybe... 30% of those people don't need to be there. You know, we keep seeing this. We This is very common. This is not, this, it's seemingly it's not the exception. It's seeming like it's kind of a pattern. And I don't think we have a training problem. You know, people want to say they need better training and sensitivity. We do not have a training problem with police. We have a recruitment problem. We have an entitlement problem. We have a cultural problem. These people feel that they can do anything and 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 they do because they rarely get punished for it. And I hope they do. And I, I piggyback off you, Al, they need to sue every single time and don't let crap go by. Because if you keep getting hit with 10, $20 million lawsuits, that's going to make an impact after a while. You know, I, I, enough of us let it go because we just happen to be alive. No, that's not it. No. All right. Good conversation. Looks like we have a Hollywood breakup alert. Ah, uh, these are my people here. Deion Sanders and his longtime fiance, Tracy Edmonds, broke the news that they have decided to end their 12-year-long relationship. Tracy made the announcement on social media saying the split was a mutual decision. After the announcement, social media reacted to the news. One person said, being with someone for 12 years and not married is wild. 
Another person commented, he never wanted to marry her. He saw a way out and took it. Hashtag time wasted. What are your thoughts on Tracy and Dion splitting up after all these years? Q, let's go to you. I think 12 years is a nice run. Um, you know, <clears throat> this whole notion that marriage is the end all be all is a bit archaic to me. I don't believe that her time was wasted. I mean, hell, she was married to Babyface and they ended up getting a divorce. Was her time wasted then simply because she was married? I don't think 12 years being with anybody, especially when you've got two people who are beautiful and have means, trust and believe, Tracy Edmonds was not sitting there with Deion Sanders waiting on him to marry her. She's rich. She's got a career of her own and she's got the wherewithal to go out there and get any other man that she wanted. Her time was not wasted. She was there because she wanted to be there. And I don't always think it's a bad thing when people split up. Reason season lifetime. You know what I'm saying? And they they did their thing. It looks like they ended, thing, am, ended things amicably. For all we know, they could still be the best of friends and be ready to go bowling with each other next weekend, for all we know. Um, so, you know, it happens. And just thank the Lord that they had a 12-year run and both were even able to find love after their divorces. Um, Al, what do you think? <laughs> you guys know I'm a sucker for black love. I don't like this this breakup. They look so attractive together. They look good together. They look age appropriate. They look like evenly yoked. That's the thing that I like the most about it. I guess if I had to find a positive, it does appear though, even though they've come to their end, you know, they've come to it in a respectful way and it's mutual. They both say that, you know, they wish each other the best and they're not making it messy and they're not bringing their relationship into, you know, the mess into, onto the Internet. But this is what I want to know, Miss Claudia Jordan. Now, Deion Saunders is quite successful and he he's, he's in Dallas. He's from Dallas. Um, mm -hmm. What you think? He's single. No, that no. is my girl. Me and Dion and, Cla and um, Tracy and KJ had have double dated. We we they used to call me because Dion is a huge fan of Tubi movies. I'm okay. in too deep with them as a couple. I spoke to Tracy yesterday and I spoke to her last week and I spoke to her last month. This is actually one of my real friends. I love Tracy and she is a classy, classy, classy woman. But thing woman, things in their relationship change once he got a coaching job. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of uprooting and a lot of a lot of new attention that wasn't there like it used to be, like when he was at right. the height of his football career. You know, he kind of was subdued and then he got back up there and things just changed. And I'm just going to leave it at that. I need the internet to stop making Tracy the bad guy in this. There is no bad guy. People are so quick to be like, oh, she's dumb, staying with someone. She's absolutely not. To, to I like what you said, Q, and I'm going to send her this clip about, you know, it's not a wait. They, they spent 12 years together. They spent, they, that's a, that's a, that's successful. Huh? We, we put all of our relationships together. We, we can't get to 12 years. You know what I'm saying? 12 years, whether it was marriage or not. And as someone that they were both married before, neither one of them were in a rush to get married. It was like, well, when we get to it, when we get to it. Crazy schedule. She's producing TV shows, movies. He's a head coach. He's do doing his thing. It was not a thing about he didn't want to marry her. So I need people to stop making it seem like he chose to leave her or he um, didn't want to marry this woman. He would not have put that big rock on her hand and asked her more than once if he did not want to marry her. Deion Sanders is not going to be punked to do what he doesn't want to do. These are both great people, and I know they're both going to be fine moving on, but just let's not try to villainize Tracy because, you know, Deion's your favorite coach or your favorite former player. She's a good woman, and I will not have Tracy Edmonds slander around me. So y'all come on my page with that nonsense. I, I, yes, it's going down. Leave her alone. All right, wish, I wish them both well, though. She's a classy woman. They both are. All right, coming up next, Jennifer Lopez is looking for some credit in Hollywood. And later, we'll talk about Kathy and her husband, Alex Fine. Stay tuned. <laughs> Welcome back to TGIF. Let me see how many soulmates are rocking with us right now. Let's see, we've got... Oh, it's not, it's not updating right now. I can't see it right now. All right. Well, soulmates, give us a thumbs up if you are enjoying the show. All right. Jennifer Lopez recently received the Icon Award at the L Women in Hollywood event. 
During her acceptance speech, Jennifer opened up about not having other prestigious awards like an Oscar or a Grammy to show for her influential career. She said, this is my fifth icon award of all the things that I thought I would grow up to be when I was a little girl. The last thing I thought I was going to have on my list was icon. Do you think she deserves uh, more than an icon award, Al? Um, if I'm being honest, <clears throat> maybe maybe she should have deserved a Grammys, but I don't know. I haven't really tracked her sales. We know that she's a she's an icon. We know that she she's an icon in a culture. She's an icon in music. She's an icon in hip hop. Um, but but she never got a Grammy, right? She never got an Oscar. She's a good actress, but she's not like an Oscar performing actor. So I wouldn't give her an Oscar. Grammy, maybe, but she's a little bit too old for that now. So to be honest, I think if they wanted to give her, though, as it relates to the Grammys, the Lifetime Achievement Award, I would definitely support that. But I think she's kind of missed the boat on getting the Grammy. I don't think she ever did anything to deserve an Oscar. But if I were to give her anything, I would definitely vote for her to get the Lifetime Achievement Award. I'm going a, I'm to a disagree with one thing you said. Everything else, yes. I think one movie that I love and I thought she became the role that I was like, I get emotional from her acting in this movie would be Selena. To me, that's just like how Angela Bassett got snubbed for What's Love Got to Do With It. I thought that was unbelievable. Like she became Selena. I thought she was so good in that movie. But other than that, yeah, Grammys, uh, I don't know about that, but I love her. I actually like her a lot better as an actress. Q, what do you think about this? You know, and one thing I want to point out, too, because I'm sure a lot of people are going to jump on the bandwagon of your statement and say she should have got one for Selena. While I do think that Selena probably was, to some degree, an Oscar-worthy performance, you also have to factor in what other movies came out that year. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, yeah, if you had Selena and you were in the same box or category with Meryl Streep that year for whatever movie, Mama, you weren't going to get it. Um, you know what I want Jennifer Lopez to do? At this point in her career, I want her to stop belly aching about that, those Grammys and those Oscars because I feel like if she was given one today or tomorrow, <laughs> it would not change anything about, about her. I don't think that she can go any higher in status in Hollywood. I think she, she she's she's reached a list status um you know what i'm saying and and, it's, and and i think she's reached the maximum potential of her talent level um yeah you know so yeah you got five icon awards to be quite honest with you you know while some can read her speech as a compliment, if I was the people at L, I wouldn't get if I asked nothing else either. Because it's essentially you're coming here, you're standing on our stage and saying, you know, I didn't really get the great awards. I got this little mediocre award that you guys are giving me. As a matter of fact, you've given me five of them. Thank you. You, you know, uh, I don't know. It just reads grateful but ungrateful at the same time to me. Or maybe frustrated. Yeah, but don't take your frustration out on these people's stage. Don't come on our stage talking about other people awards when we've been gracious enough to give your ass five and they ain't gave you none. Well, I'm going to complain. We got our award and I do appreciate our award, but I would like for us to have uh, an Emmy. For in the, I would like for us to have we'll the other awards. Yeah, and it. listen, but we're complaining on our platform. We're not standing up at those people's award ceremonies saying thank you for our truth award, despite the fact that we didn't get no <laughs> Emmy. <laughs> that is bold. It is bold. <clears throat> oh, my light went out. All right. Hey, for a rapper and reality TV star Flava Flav was spotted in Detroit at the iHeartRadio's Jingle Ball, where he was reunited with Nicole hoops alexander slave said he hadn't seen hoops in years and that neither of them plan on running into each other at the jingle ball if y'all remember in 20 uh, 2006 uh, these two captured the reality world on the first season of Flavor of Love. That was such a good time for reality TV. Oh, my goodness. Hoops was the ultimate winner, beating out another fan favorite, Tiffany New York Pollard, who has done pretty damn good for herself. What do you think of Flavor Flav and Hoops reunion? And have you ever unexpectedly run into one of your exes? Maybe thought about spinning the block, Al? <laughs> spinning the block? I don't know so much about it, but... 
Uh, definitely have run into exes out in the streets. Um, but let me tell you something. And Claudia, I think you you know Flavor Flav. Flavor Flav is probably one of the coolest dudes in the industry, hand down. I don't care what people say about him. He is that dude. He changed reality TV, and he did it in the most iconic way. He is the one that should be getting an icon award. Because remember back in that day, reality television, especially dating reality television, never had people that looked like us they didn't have the bachelor never had a black male bachelor looking at black women the the white male bachelor never looked at black women so he actually changed that landscape and he did it in such a powerful and comical way we have memes that have come out of his reality days that are still around from 2006 i mean which i say that's almost 20 years and that's amazing that really speaks to his contribution of television my head goes off to flavor flav and this reunion just made one my heart because it looks so real you saw how many times she hugged him and was like it was so good to see you it lets you know that everything that they went through everything that they explored together was genuine and true fun fact about that show girls that sign up for that show to be on a dating show did not know who the celebrity was because my girl flora hey flora girl she was one of the girls and they they found out on set, right? So imagine you don't know who you're signing up to date. Um, Funky, what do you think about this? You want to know so funny? And, and y'all are going to find this crazy for somebody who's built their entire career off of reality television. Um, this means absolutely nothing to me. I don't even have the historical context. This show came out in 2006. I graduated college in 2005. So in 2006, I was a broke, fresh 20 something. I didn't have cable. Uh, watching TV was the last thing on my mind. Um, <laughs> all of my friends were still, we were all in that space of we're fresh out of college. Some of us were in grad school. So I literally have no real life frame of reference whatsoever when it comes to flavor of love, all that New York stuff during that era. I was not watching television at all. Um, I think she's pretty. I think she's great. I know Flavor Flay's musical contribution, but this really doesn't speak to me. Well, let me tell you, it was a time. This is before DVRs came out. This is before you could watch things on demand. You, It was appointment TV. You was tuning in because cliffhangers every week. You had your favorites. New York was so off the chain. Like she, we never seen anyone like her on reality TV before her like that, like such a big personality. And then flavor, it was such a mess, like the perfect storm of mess. And it was really, it was huge. It was, it was, yeah, it was memes before memes. All right. Speaking of love, let's check out this tweet. How do you know when you're in love with someone? Funky, let's start with you. Ooh, you know, this is a hard one for me. I can't verbalize it. Um, I th thought about it before we came on air and, and it's just, you know, I want to say something so cliche, like when you, when you can't breathe without them, um, I, I can't verbalize it. You just know, you okay. just know. It's like, it's like you, you can't function if you don't know this person as well, you can't function if you don't hear from them. They 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 occupy your your mental space. You know when you should be working. You you just know. Okay, Al. Ah, uh, I don't know. Okay, so for me, <clears throat> I'm always happy when I see them. I get excited. I get a little hard flutter. I also get a little bit of nervousness. There's always this undercurrent of a little tingling in my groin, like sexual attraction. And then there's also like mood swings because I want to make them happy. Are they happy? What are they doing? So it's a lot of mood swings in there. Now, if we listen to scientists, scientists say that when you're in love, it's different when you're in lust. When you're in lust, your body uh, creates testosterone or estrogen. So that's how you know when you're in lust. They say though, but when you're in love, your mind creates more dopamine, norepinephrine and serotonin. So the way that you know that you're in love or be able to distinguish whether you're in love or whether you're in lust is by what your, the chemicals that your mind produce. So there you have it. 
which is tricky because it can sometimes feel the same. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you don't really know, oh, I'm I'm secreting uh, dopamine right now versus, you know. <laughs> um, I, I'll say this. Um, when I like someone, days can go by, I, you know, there's more pride involved. I ain't calling you, I, you called me, I called you last. And when you're in love, it's like, you don't care about stuff like that. You want to talk to them. Um, I feel like I think about them a lot. And I think about things like randomly that I want to do to just kind of surprise them, make them happy and uh, very invested in, into their lives. Um, thinking about the future, dreams about them, uh, wanting to just make them happy and smile. So, and for me, the sex is way better and way juicier when I'm in love versus someone that I just think is good looking or just fun. It's 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 actually a big difference um, in my body. Excuse me, excuse me, did you say juicy? Yes, I did. <laughs> you know what that means, juicy. So if you ever had me and it wasn't juicy, I didn't like you that much. Oh, uh, dang. Because when I love you, it's like, yeah, clean up an aisle three. All right. Anyways, coming up next, we discuss Alec Fine's sweet letter to his first daughter with Cassie. And later, a TikToker opens up about uh, her standards for a first date. Okay, this should be interesting. Stay tuned. Welcome back to TGIF. So much. Y'all so messy. They are a mess. Al, go read the comments tomorrow. They're having fun with your shirt. They are like saying, saying different movie themes and stuff like that. They're having fun with you, though. And they're also flirting with you, and they, they want you to take it all the way off, some of them. All right. That's all I got in my daggone luggage, guys, so that I can do this show. Because usually when I'm on vacation, it is a tank top flip-flops, shorts, if I wear clothes. <laughs> well, I, so you are having some requests to, to take it off, so I'm just letting you know. All right, Alex Fine wrote in a sweet letter on Instagram to his first daughter with Cassie. He wrote in an Instagram caption, I never thought my heart could grow bigger after meeting your mother. I promise to be a man that you and your mother look up to and love. I will show you a healthy relationship and how you deserve to be treated. Damn. Do you think there's always hope to find healthy love after being in an abusive relationship, um, Al? Absolutely. 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 Women out there who have not experienced a healthy relationship, <laughs> there are men out here that want to give you one. Now, it relates to Alex Fine, I, and I don't want to come across insensitive because it was a great letter. Um, he hit all of the emotional feelings. But honestly, son, give it a rest. I thought this was another dig. You got your hundred million dollars from Diddy, um, but I just feel like this is just me. I just feel like when he continues to do stuff like that, he's trying to continue to trivialize and and monetize the trauma that his kid's mother and his wife have gone through. And I don't know if I'm over speaking, maybe because of some of the things that he said, I was just like, okay. What does that really mean? What is that saying? And why are you posting it on your social media when you're in the middle of a media storm and he knows exactly what he's doing? So that's why I'm saying this. And also there's a part of me that says, okay, I get it, but I have a saying, you can't get credit for what you're supposed to do. As a parent and as a father to those two kids, you are supposed to do that. You are supposed to be loving and nurturing and giving, and you're supposed to give them a positive example. Those are all the things that you're supposed to do. So I think just the timing is what's rubbing me wrong. The message is amazing, but the timing and where he posted it just is giving me, ah, uh, this is an additional dig, and I'm not here for that drama. Okay. Kate, what do you think? I 100% agree with Al. That, that letter, first of all, that child ain't even old enough to to... to conceptualized when put in the letter. Number two, it'd be different if the, the child was your stepchild and the child witnessed the, the trauma that, that she went, that Cassie went through with Diddy. Uh, number three, is it's none of our business. Why is it on social media? Number four, it's giving me that somehow or another, you're trying to be a celebrity. It's, it's giving real Tamar boyfriend tease to me. Um, number five, Alex, fine. You might be fine, but we really don't like you. And number six, <laughs> like, if I'm, you white. Like, 
I'm sorry. Diddy <laughs> is the devil, but like you white, like you, right, you, cut it out. you, you just in black people business just a little bit too much for me. Like, <laughs> like, and I and I, Claude, after you got your head cocked to the side, I know it. I, I know it sounds ignorant coming out of my mind, and I know a lot of people be like, "What does white got to do with it?" But somewhere in my chest, white got a lot to do with it. White, I, I ain't even been lie to you. White probably got more to do with it. <laughs> yeah, like that he it's something about the fact that he white. I just don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like it. I just don't like it. <laughs> don't like it. It's like Mr. White Man. Please go sit down somewhere. Please. <coughs> oh, Q, you kill me, brother. It's, I, I, you know, I just had to say, when that, when that picture came across, it talked about him being white that just irked my last nerve. I, it, and y'all, I'm going to go ahead and say, miss me with the comments. Oh, if a white person would have said it, well, think about to say for years, and I'm playing catch up. God damn it! It's cause he white. <laughs> <laughs> it's cause he white. I'm gonna mute myself. You know, <laughs> you're so ignorant as hell. <laughs> she tried black, and the black guy had her doing freak offs. No, listen, she ain't nothing to do with it. Let me just rebuttal you real quick. Oh. You know, um, I hear what y'all saying about it. You thinking it's attention seeking y'all being cynics. This man was with a woman who was publicly um, she's her business is in the streets. Now she's exposed that she had freak outs. We didn't know this before drugs, a lot of embarrassing things. Actually, when I don't know if y'all saw my face when uh, the, we were talking about the letter, I would have loved for a man to step up for me in this capacity publicly. I don't think it's about the kid. You're right. That kid ain't going to see that right now. Maybe down the line, maybe by the time the kid's old enough, won't even care. But the fact that this man is with someone that her personal, most disgusting, most embarrassing, lowest of the low moments is in the streets for us all to criticize. I think he did this for a more of a support to Cassie than about the daughter. I really think it was about, I got your back and I don't give a damn what it looks like. And yeah, of course we love her to black love. I'm all for that. But she's she tried with the black man that destroyed her almost, you know? I would have loved as a girl who didn't have her daddy growing up, I would have loved for a dad to say something. I know you both say something smart. That's fine. Not. I still have my vulnerable moment. I think, you know, all jokes aside, more girls need to hear this kind of stuff. You know, y'all ain't serious enough or mature enough. No, so we what I was about to we say We got to move was, on and talk about Glorilla. How about no, that? what I was going to say was you framing it like that, mm -hmm. in all honesty, <laughs> has just changed my opinion. Okay? Because <laughs> it being about the daughter. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. I, I, listen, most. I think the reason why women want marriage is so bad and be publicly <laughs> claimed, because a lot of us are lacking that, right? So... Nothing is like more. It just it's like feels good that you loudly proclaim that from the rooftop. So I don't know. All right, let me move on. Uh, Rapper Glorilla expressed why she doesn't like conversations with older folks. Let's watch this clip. Yeah, one thing I hate is when older people try to make you feel bad about being young. And they'll get to talking about Rick James' first album he ever put out. And get mad at me because I don't know the name of it. Bitch, that album was put out in 1970. I don't know when, bitch, I was born in 1999. Watch. Okay. You know what? As, as 19... much smoke as you just gave nice-ass Alec Fine. Oh, go ahead. 1999 doesn't even feel like we should even be having a discussion with about somebody who was born in 1999. Like, that's the first time in life I've ever even heard somebody verbalize mm -hmm. being born in a year that late in life. Um, I think here's the thing Glorilla's not understanding and that 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 people uh, are not pointing out to them. Honestly and truthfully, 90% of the music that I listen to and I appreciate was either before my time or in the 80s when I was still a toddler or whatever the case may be. And I think that that's how it was in previous generations. There was still an appreciation for music from prior generations and that music was still in heavy rotation and it's like now 
These new kids don't have what we had listening right, to me. Right. Rick James is not from my time either. I was born in 83. You know what I'm saying? But I know who he is and I still appreciate his music. And I just think now because there is no balance in music, all y'all know is this garbage and y'all don't appreciate any right. of the past contributions that have been made to music by black people. All right, Al. I mean, I agree 100 percent with Fucky on this one. And I think that that that's the issue. Young people in music, when I was on the carpet doing the award season and doing the Grammys, when you asked a young person who who inspired them, they would say somebody like Chris Brown. And I would look at them like Chris Brown. Like, okay, I get it. Chris Brown is a phenomenal artist. But Chris Brown is who inspires you. What about, you know, the older, the older acts, the older entertainers that paved the way for you? What about the older entertainers like Rick James, who's been sampled 611 times and a lot by mostly rappers like Jay-Z, like Busta Rhymes, like Lil Wayne. They all sampled little, they all sampled Rick James because Rick James is the one that brought it in the, at that time. And it continues to live in their lineage as it relates to understanding understanding music and understanding who did what to make it possible for them to be here. I think this young generation, because it comes so quick and so easy, they just don't know the back history and they don't, they don't, they are formulating their, their love lines or respect lines based off of what happened in the last five years. And I think that's what the problem is here. To the people born in 1999, old school to them is Drake. Yeah. That's who they were like coming of age around that time like that that's that's old school to them i've been horrified i'm at that age now where the next generation they don't know who i i made a reference to like an albie shore one time if it wasn't for the whole diddy thing they wouldn't even know who that was and i'm like oh my god keith sweat make it last forever um you know like just bringing up all these tamia you know just ready for the world um stephanie mills and they have no idea also, a lot of these new rappers or new people, new celebs, they're not real music musicians. They're not. They yeah. are people that made a rap on TikTok. They're people that use Instagram, which, hey, more power to them. They were able to benefit off the social media and like this this trend. I mean, this the tools that they have, but they don't have, they didn't study or they didn't really grow up. Right. And they weren't inspired as a youth to do this. They were inspired by what they saw on social media the last couple of years. It's sad, but I... Uh, the new th I think our generation, 40s, 50s, are the last one that are giving ho paying homage to those that came before. It seems like everybody else is kind of just like, it's about me and me younger. I don't know. I keep it locked because coming up next, a TikToker discusses her standards for a first date. And later, we're playing a game of hit or miss. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the show. Okay, soulmates, we got about 6,300 of you in the chat. Shout out to y'all for supporting us and running those numbers up. We're going to get to 10,000 in the first part of 2024. I'm calling it right now. I had a TikToker discuss her standards for being picked on, picked up on a first date. Watch this clip. I'm sorry, but if a guy picks me up in certain cars for a date, I'm just not going. Like, I'm just not going. Like, I'm sorry, but you can't tell me if someone pulls up in this. Hold on. Put it on the screen. Hold on this Prius you're uh-uh no I'd rather not go on a date because everyone on social media is rich everyone's a millionaire you know so she couldn't dare be seen in that I bet you she works she's a probably like a veterinary tech a vet tech <laughs> a dog grooming assistant how shallow is this I mean, the funny thing about it and the sad part about it is she looks if she even hit the 20s yet, at, at best, she's at her very early 20s, still getting money from her parents, and she's recording her video from what's looked like the passenger side of a damn minivan. All right? And, 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 and <clears throat> this is why people are doing fraud. This is why people are not going. At her age, listen, at her age, and we remember this, we were in college, we were all happy to just have $6 to go get a pizza, all right? Like, we were all just happy that one of our friends even had a car for all of us to pile up into to go to the club. Girl, what are you talking about? Seriously. And if anyone did have a car at her age, 
That's what we had. A little Corolla, a little piece of Tercel. But that kind of upbringing is what people, a lot of kids are lacking out. That's actually what builds character and humility. Your first car, you had to go to the car lot with your bad credit. They gave you a high ass interest rate. You're paying, you know, you had like an 18%, 20% um, interest rate and you paid your $400 a month for your Honda Civic that was used and the fifth gear didn't work and you had no air conditioning, but then you worked hard so you can get in your next car. And now you got something that's two or three years older. Then you've got to, you build up, I think with this microwave society, with social media. And I don't know why everyone thinks that they're a bad bitch and they deserve to have the best of the best out the gate. You don't have a degree yet. You probably don't make any money. What are you driving? I'm going to tell you something. I am a successful woman. I've been working since I was 15 years old, really 14 if you count my paper up. I just got one of my dream cars at 40, which was a Porsche Panamera, 40 years old. And, it, and there's no shame in that. I worked hard. I got my money up and I made it happen. Y'all are living on social media like it's reality. It's not. The people you follow that you think got it going on, like I said before, renting, screwing somebody's husband, dating some guy they do not like that's gross that they will not show in the background on those trips that really pays. It's fake. But if you just keep it a buck and like work hard, you can get that. I can't stand videos like this because I remember being on a Greyhound bus <clears throat> from Providence to New York three times a week, truly trying to go get it. So I take this crap a little personally. Like, how dare you? You haven't earned it yet. You're 12. You're 12. You should be in that kind of car. Al, what do you think about this lady? You know, I think with her young age, this ridiculous comment, for her, that's going to be okay. But all I got to say is keep on living, beautiful. Because what you're going to find out if you keep on living is people that drive those type of cars, they actually have the real jobs. They actually file their taxes. They actually have, the. they're the ones with the real credit. They're the ones with the real homes. And they're the ones that have the real love and respect that you're searching for. Because all that other stuff that you're looking for, a lot of them is all smoke and mirrors. But good luck, sweetie, because you are cute right now. But we already know how you age and your type age. So you better get it down the next couple of years because you don't have a long time to waste. Because she white. Because she white. Oh. <laughs> 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 commercial girl. You know, I complain about my mom not watching the show. I'm glad. This, see, this is why she don't watch. This is why. Because she white. All right. Coming up next, join us for a game of hit or miss. We'll be right back. But not if you white. <laughs> All right, welcome back to TGIF. All right, the celebs were styling and profiling at the world premiere of The Color Purple, so it's only right that we play a fashionable game of hit or miss. All right. All right, let's cue the music. First up, we have Fantasia, hit or miss? Hit all the way. Uh, I saw this earlier today and it made me want to scour my closet for all my polka dot blouses. A, a uh, hit. Uh, uh, I'm uh, definitely going to give her a hit on this. Just the sy symmetry of it, the way it fits her body in the trail is definitely two thumbs up. She has glowed up so much. I'm so proud of Fantasia. I, I love it. Hit. Next, we have Danielle Brooks, <laughs> hit or miss? It is a it's a hit as well. You know, purple is a very regal color. It's appropriate for her body. It's sexy. I, I'm loving everything about it. Al? Yeah, I'm gonna definitely give it a hit. We love purple here at Fox Soul. Hint, hint. And it just like Q said, it looks body and age appropriate for her. She has a beautiful shoulders, beautiful arms, and look at that sexy leg coming out of that split. Definitely two thumbs up for her. 1,000% hit. I love this color. I mean, I know that was the theme, purple, but this color with her skin tone, it just looks like it's glowing. You know, it's beautiful. It's the, uh, bravo, love it. How about Oprah Winfrey? Was she a hit or a miss? Oprah hit, and Oprah don't, Oprah don't got snatched. I don't know if Oprah don't went ahead the surgery or what, but you know, Oprah is giving, you know, like BBL, went to Mexico, teased with the body. Oprah's looking good, hit. Oh. Definitely hit Claudia once again. The purple for Fox Soul and the purple for Color Purple. 
And I think if I'm not mistaken, maybe her and Gail are on the same thing Claudia may have tried. I'm not sure. I think, did I read I that? Think she's I think I heard she's on Ozempic. Yeah, I think I read that somewhere, but it looks age appropriate and body appropriate. Thumbs up for Oprah. She always seems to get it right lately. I love that at her oldest, this is the best she's looked. I love the waist. Listen, I'm, the waist is super snatched. The color, she looks bomb. Oprah, you killed that. Haley Bailey, hit or miss? She looks good. She looks good. I'm going to say that this is a miss for me. Um, almost like she didn't get the memo. It's a little hard on the eye. It's a little aggressive. And it's a little big. And I think she's way more beautiful than this. And I don't get to see her body, which is something that you really want to show at your young age. She's beautiful shoulders, though. Love the cross. But the color is a miss for me. She's pregnant. She's yeah, covering she's... up her stomach. Oh, she's pregnant. OK, my bad. So if she's pregnant, uh, OK. It's still a miss. So. Yeah, I think at this point we can act like we don't know that she is. So, yeah, I think she's. <laughs> I, I would have loved if she would have joined in with the theme of the night, purple. But, um, right. you know, beautiful color. But, yeah, she always looks beautiful on her face, though. How about Sierra, hit or miss? Hit. I mean, that look at that. Look at ooh, the stylist that ran behind her and spread that cape out before she took that picture. Mama looks ethereal. It is, it is a hit all the way. You know, white and off-white is my favorite color. I'm going to definitely give her a hit. She always looks regal when she hits the red carpet. She always looks prepared, and she always looks age-appropriate. In this particular case, she does. So I'm going to definitely give her a hit. I don't usually like those belly-out things. I, I usually don't, but Sierra pulls it off. I think she looks fly as hell. We have a lot of hits tonight. No misses so far, right? All right, we have Tyler Perry. Hit or miss? You know, I always say men's fashion is very basic, uh, but I'm going to go ahead and give him a hit for the fact that, you know, he's in a purple basic suit, but it's it. Okay, Al? Definitely a hit. I love how you transition. I mean, trash, trash, whatever I'm trying to say. The light in the dark purple, I think it looks good. And it looks like he's lost a little weight too. Okay, Tyler, I see you. All right. Uh, I think it's a hit. It looks good. Next, we have Coleman uh, Domingo. Hit or miss? Different. Um, I'm going to keep with the theme and say hit. Okay, Al? Um, you know, I'm going to give him a hit. I don't like the fact that he's off theme. I definitely like the outfit itself. And then I'm enjoying his year as an actor. So I'm going to give him a hit. I don't like how it fits his bag. I don't like the cut of it. So I'm going to say miss. Last but not least, Kim Whitley. Real quick, Kim Whitley. Hit or miss? Hit. <laughs> I'm gonna give her a hit. She looks a little Sunday school teacher like, but she still looks good. Love the the cleavage. She, I'm two thumbs up for Whitley. She looks good in the tatas are sitting. Hey Kim, I want to thank my co-hosts Al Reynolds and Funky Dineva for doing this doing that thing. Thanks for watching us on YouTube. Make sure you watch it again tomorrow and hit that like button. Stay tuned for McMillan and Morrow, and we'll see you back here tomorrow. Bye. See you later, soulmates. Have a good night, soulmates.